Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. We are Stav, Abby and Matt. If you haven't been here before, lovely to meet you. Uh, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, you'll hear details of why you have to actually mm, tune into the show live. Yes, correct. Because you've got to get into the Million Air Lounge for your chance to win a million dollars. One million dollars. Okay, everybody. <laughs> what? We didn't say it right? No. Oh, is that what annoyed you? Mm. Why? How, how are you meant to say it? What? And you've got to do the finger thing too. One it's radio, million mate. We dollars. Were... Thank you. Sorry. That's all right. Do you next, want to do it next, again? Or next just... time I'll do the finger thing. I was we'll at, I was always at uh, do the my mum's uh, birthday party on Saturday and someone didn't even Speaking know who Dr. Evil was. <laughs> 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 they didn't even know who Dr. Evil was. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. what? how old? Young, the other way. Uh, yeah. Well, Rory wouldn't have, would she? No, she hasn't watched those ones yet, actually. Yeah. Do that on Friday. Thanks. Hmm. Hmm. Um, how many did he do of that? There was three. Sp- Four, oh. Spy Who Shagged Me. It was Austin Powers' Man of Mystery, the spy who shagged me. Liz and Hurley, right? She was in there? Yeah, she was in the yeah. first one. Beyonce was in the uh, oh, third one. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Heather Graham was the other one. Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Um, the guy who plays Mini-Me. Vernon mm. Troy. That's his name, yeah. yeah. I got to meet him yeah. in Sydney. Nice guy? Yeah. Nice fella. He's dead. He did um, pass away. Yeah. Mm. So recently? Mm. Oh, a few years, but mm. yeah. But he was um, he was in town for like a comic con or something like that. And yeah, I did right. an interview with him, mm-hmm. and um, he comes. He's on like a little scooter. Mm-hmm. He comes into the studio, and then he's got his manager or someone with him. And then um, he literally just puts his hands up, and then the manager puts his hands out. He grabs on, and they lift oh, him up. Wow. Um, but yeah, like super open person to to speak to. Yeah, you know, mm. obviously he's lived had lived quite a wild life. Mm. Never never interviewed Mike Myers. No, he doesn't really do much anymore. Does he do anything now? Bits and pieces here and there, little cameos and stuff. He did a TV show on Netflix, but it was terrible um, not that long ago. Mm. Uh, there was talk of a fourth Austin Powers too, but... I dated mm. a guy called Mike Myers. It was very weird. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. I was like, should you not go by Michael? Because mm. it's also the serial killer in Halloween. Mm. 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 But then my friend's name's Mike Jackson. He goes by Mike. Mm. Because the moment I realised, I'm like, is your name Michael? And he's like, oh, here oh, we go. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. I'm trying to avoid that. Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you're right. I've never heard that. But you're, yep. I mean, not as bad as poor old Jack Meehoff. Oh. He's having a terrible, well, Who, maybe he's having a good time. That? Who knows? Jack Meehoff. You never worked with Jack him? Jack Meehoff. Yeah, but I didn't know. I didn't know if that's someone that's got a famous name or like that. His or friend, he's just making Hugh him up. Jorgen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I think his dad, um, stepdad, yeah. Wayne Kerr. Oh, yeah? yeah. Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> yeah. Is there a Amanda Hug and Kiss? <laughs> they did that really well on Seinfeld, didn't they? Uh, uh, not Seinfeld, Simpsons. Simpsons. Sorry. Yeah. Before Stav really starts hyperventilating <laughs> twitch, in the corner. Twitch, twitch, twitch. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, here we go. Let's get into the podcast. The B105 <laughs> Breakfast Show with Stav, Abby, and Matt. We've been teasing a huge announcement. Everyone's like, what is it? Uh-huh. What is it? Let's tell you. As the sun rises over the best city in the world, plans are being set for something, for something 
bigger, something bigger than Brisbane's B105 has ever, has ever done before. Done before. Uh, securing cargo now. Request permission for landing. B105, rooftop Brisbane's uh, cargo ready for drop. Somewhere in Brisbane at an undisclosed location. In a secure vault, the biggest cash amount B105 has ever put on the line. So big, I need to stop and take a breath before I read the next line. You ready for this? Are you ready? B105's one million dollar cash splash. One million dollar cash splash. One shot. Your chance to change your life forever. One opportunity. To become Brisbane's next. To become a millionaire. Millionaire. Keep it locked on Brisbane's B105 to win. Let's go. You heard right, Brisbane. One million dollars. That is unbelievable. We always say life-changing, but you, you're done after that. Yeah. Like every stress that you stay awake at night just thinking about would be completely gone. Sleep mm-hmm. like a baby. Pardon? Sleep like a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A millionaire baby. <laughs> yeah, you would. Uh, you're paying off the house. You're paying off the car. You're, you're probably... Well, you're buying a house the for judges, the first time. Paying the lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> buying new anyway. cars. Mm-hmm. You're just setting yourself up for, for life, setting other Stress people up free. for life. Yeah. So it's $1 million, right? And it is so simple to have your chance at it. You just have to listen to B105, mm-hmm. right? And we are trying to give you as many chances as we can. Every single hour, there will be a million-dollar song. When it plays, you call, you get yourself into the Millionaire's Lounge. Wow. Are we going to say what song we're listening out for now? We absolutely will. And okay. this is going to play just after nine, okay? Okay. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so if you want a million dollars, I mean, if you don't want a million dollars, that's <laughs> yeah, fine. I Let's tell me up to you. I just think that's just the dream. Yep. You know that I always sit there and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'd forever be happy <laughs> with a million. You reckon? Yes, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, like, we always talk up Alpha Bucks, and Alpha Bucks is good for 10,000, right? Yeah, yeah. But a million. Yeah. This is the song, guys. Did there. Yeah. Mm. Even if you were a million. <laughs> but I mean, it's handy you've now got a million bucks. Yes, I love you more now. <laughs> there you go. Hear that song played after nine o'clock. 13, 10, 60 is the number. Mm-hmm. And then every 60 minutes while you work, you've got another chance to get yourself in the Millionaire's Lounge. So don't be like, oh, I missed out. Stream us on the listener app. Listen on the radio. Um, have your, your your AirPod secretly in your ear if you have mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Do the whole lot. Yeah, you want to get in that lounge. All right. Uh, so, listen all day today. It's thanks to the legends. They've come on for another huge cash splash. Rackley Swimming. With Rackley, they're ready. Enroll with Rackley Swimming before March 31st. Receive your first two weeks free. All you got to do is head to rackleyswimming.com.au. The B105 Breakfast Show with Stav, Abby and Matt. I just feel like we haven't spoken about Taylor Swift enough and the person on the show that wants to talk about her more is Stav. Stav and yeah. he keeps bringing it up. So we just were like, yeah, that's a good point. And he was 
brought up this aspect and we're like, it's true. Because I was so excited. We were watching when the plane landed down of her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. And we're like, mm. oh my God, that's so romantic. And then we saw his mate come out of the plane and we're like, oh, mm. okay, bit of a boys trip. But then on the weekend, I was like, oh, come on, Travis. That's not long enough. So he flew over mm. from America, mm-hmm. saw her gig on Saturday night, mm-hmm. went to the zoo that day. Mm-hmm. And then jump back on a plane after the Which he didn't want to do. I'm sure he was walking around that zoo going, I flew 24 hours. Mm. I disagree. I think he wanted to see. I think they I think they did that too, but I feel like he wanted to see the kangaroos Mm. and koalas. Yeah. Yeah. He screams like a kangaroo kind of guy. You reckon she wanted him to see the kangaroos? Yes. (laughs) And I think he does what he is told. (laughs) But on thirteen ten sixty, what is the longest you travelled for a hookup? If he wanted, he would. And he did. <laughs> when she sent the plane. Or it was a different plane. Nah, she would have But that's a that. long way. Is, is it just because in our world, yeah. we have to plan for like three years to travel to America? Mm. Well, in our so world, we if, don't really... if you're on a plane for that long, like I'm staying for at least three weeks. That's oh, true. I'm not going for a weekend. And we're yeah. saving up Hardly for four years. It. But yeah. for, mm. for them, that's insane. I guess you mm. don't really have to go through customs when you've got a private jet. Mm. They just come on with their clipboard, look through, thumbs up, no yeah. worries, off you go. And the private jet is also like a flying hotel. Yeah, yeah, you don't get you don't you get know. jet lag, do you? No. When you're laying down, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sleeping, that's yeah. a good point. Mm. Yeah, but still, he has had his commitments after Super Bowl. You got to remember, take that away from him. He, Katie, he, Katy Perry, and Russell Brand they broke up because he wasn't traveling right. to go and see her. Remember, mm. she was flying back. Mm. And let's also not forget, right? If he had the ability to do that, yep. Taylor also had like five days off between shows. That's she true. could have flown she to did. Honolulu. She flew back for the Super Bowl. Don't you remember when he was like, oh my God, thank uh, you for traveling around correct. the world for me. Yeah. yeah. So they're both doing the same. Correct. God, they're towy. Yeah. <laughs> they only started dating in September. Uh, okay. Still a honeymoon period. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the honeymoon period is extended because you don't see each other the whole time. Mm. Like he's not mm. he's not having to clean up after her or she's cleaning up. You know what I mean? It's yeah. they're always going to live in the honeymoon. But the carbon period. footprint just so these two can get laid is ridiculous. Yeah, but you know. They offset. Is that what they call it? <laughs> she did. She said she offsets. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I I sometimes pay the extra $3 on a flight. What does that do? Nothing. Don't know. I think they just plant a tree somewhere, don't they? Is mm. that the offset? I want to have. I want to see the tree. Yeah, but you should. You, you're right. You should. If you select that, you should get a photo of the tree that's offsetting every the carbon. Year. Once a year, every yeah. year. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm not thinking we're going to get someone travelling from America to Australia you for 48 know. hours. But if that's I, I what it is, you reckon we'll get so that someone's travelled that far? I I think a bloke would travel anywhere. They go to Europe from here. I travelled mm. from Adelaide to Sydney. Yeah, on a plane. Yeah. Mm. Or do you walk it? Because that <laughs> that's is commitment. Keen. That is commitment. That is keen. Yeah, slight job. In a hurry. <laughs> see you, I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> What's the furthest you've travelled then for that? Suburbs. From Baden? Yeah. To, <laughs> <laughs> to Ascot? <laughs> it's very exclusive. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I've done any major trips. I kind of find it romantic, though. I mean, sometimes it's a bit weird when you've actually just got it, your radius quite wide on Tinder. Mm. Yeah. Like, I love it. That's dedication. But I still find it romantic that it was just 48 hours for that long distance. Yeah. Besides Ross coming, his mate. Now, Ross, I reckon Ross. Ross Travis? Yeah, but he would, you know. Maybe what was he doing? 
maybe he was just probably sightseeing. He didn't stay at the penthouse. He went to Sea Life. He's like, look, I'm going down to Sea Life. Can have a look at the jellyfish. Imagine him sitting there going, I mean, am I, I was going to come and see the kangaroos too. No, I'm not. Text, no, me, okay. when you, text me when you're done, bro. Did, he, like, also, when you, when did you... he leave or did he stay? No, they both went. Oh, they both left. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Just Wait, <laughs> what did you think he was? Well, I mean, one, one hey, guy came to get going, lucky and then left. But he just came for two days. They've got to celebrate for the Super Bowl back in Vegas. Mm. Boys trip. Mm. 13, 10, 60. Uh, how far have you travelled for a hookup? Mm. Maybe not even a hookup. Maybe like it. Maybe it was your, your partner. You're doing long distance. You're like, I'll go do Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Ross went to the zoo. He did. Did he? Yeah, mm. he was invited. So he shared a video of the lion feeding that was filmed by Taylor Swift. Right. I mean, like anything, there could have been the opportunity that they invited him, hoping he would say, "No, you guys just go." <laughs> like, damn it, he said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty in Cabo, how far have you travelled, Scotty? Uh, well, when I was a 17-year-old, I drove four hours to attempt to hook up and failed. No. Nope. Um, and then my wife actually flew from Brisbane to Townsville to meet me for the first time to hook up. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, great news about the wife, but let's just step back to the failed one for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you drove from Townsville to Cairns. Yep. And why did that? They were out. Fail. <laughs> Why that fail? Because, I don't know, I've got a head like a smacked ass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't, oh, Scotty. Oh, oh, so you got just... away there and she changed her mind. Uh, yeah, basically got oh. there and she went, yeah, oh, well. Oh, no. So, wow. I mean... It was lucky. I, I took a mate with me, so we just went, uh, well, went out and hung why, out other places. Scott? Because you that? took Maybe that's why, because you took a mate. Ah, uh, well... No, he left him in the it's car. It's a long drive. It's boring drive yeah. by himself. They're by himself, looking at his face in the mirror. My, here's another failed one. Hey, friend of mine. This. Yeah. Poor Scotty mm. is in Cairns on his own. He's sad. Yeah, sad. And his bro with him. Mm. Yeah, well, he, yeah. My friend, this is another failed one. My friend sent me a text saying the longest he's travelled is three days, two nights, taking a bus from Brisbane to Perth and then Narragan, which is in WA, back in the day because he couldn't afford airfares. Yeah. He got there and she had a boyfriend, so he ended up drinking with him and his mates for a week and then got the bus back. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Do you Did not think ha- you would ask the question? Yeah. Do you have a boyfriend? Yeah. And then what was the boyfriend just like, ah, uh-huh. well, I'm hanging. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Can't leave a bro hanging. No. <laughs> Who knows Scotty what he took did for his it? up there. <laughs> Tina, in Malkabat East, how far did you travel? Uh, Abby, I am the American. I traveled 15,000 K to North Carolina to visit my now husband. <gasps> and we did long distance for six years. See, that's, it's always beautiful, though, if it's like, oh, now husband. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, we eloped on the 29th of February 2020 as COVID hit. Oh, okay. Okay. yeah, that's a long trip. Was that the yeah. first time you had met him? I actually met him the first time was Christmas Day back on 2016. Right. Wow. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's a long travel, but worth it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And frequent flyers, <laughs> you know, yeah. frequent flyer miles. <laughs> Did you go economy the whole way? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Commitment. Well done, Tim. <laughs> well done. All right, man, uh, Adam, in Moray Field, how far have you travelled for a hookup? Hey, guys. Um, we actually have a mate who drives from Brisbane to Melbourne every two or three weeks to see a girl that he hasn't even hooked up with yet. Oh. So what is it? Is he friend-zoned or? Um, I'm assuming so. Mm. So he just does he just walk around and go, oh, what a surprise, I'm here again. And she's yeah, like... Uh, they, they talk all, like, all between the visits, and he goes down there every two to three weeks, and 
Well, she should marry him. Yeah. If he can afford the petrol to get to Melbourne every two to three weeks, he must be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he obviously, this is different though. He really likes her. He sees it as a Yeah, but if she's not travelling up, isn't that a dead giveaway? I, I think he's he's committed now, so he's just going to keep on trying until, oh, until looking, he succeeds. He's looking for the return on investment. Is that what he's <laughs> Yeah, he's <laughs> too far gone down the yeah. rabbit hole now. That's a long drive. Yeah. yeah. Not even yeah. Sydney, but Melbourne. <laughs> Yeah. They could meet halfway, couldn't they? No, she's making him work for it. Mm. I respect mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine in Bethania, uh, how far have you travelled for a hookup? Oh, hello. I travelled all the way to Hawaii from Brisbane. What? So I was going already to America mm-hmm. yeah. um, for a big, huge holiday, and I just was on Tinder, obviously, before that, so I just put my whole <laughs> setting worldwide because I was hoping that I could, you know, yeah. have a holiday well, romance. Yeah. <laughs> Why now? And, it? Yeah. Got yeah. chatting to um, a guy, Michael, and uh, he's like, well, actually, I live in LA. I'm like, well, I'm not going to LA. He goes, but I'm in the Navy, and I've actually got to go do some weekend training in Hawaii, where his parents live anyway. And so I just changed some flights around, and I said, well, I'll meet you in Hawaii for a week. Was and, it- Worth so, it? I, yeah, it was awesome. We actually, it was pretty much love at first sight. We had this amazing holiday romance, hiked the big volcano there in Hawaii, mm. went on sunset dinner cruises. Wow. Um, you still yeah, together? And, no, okay. it kind yeah. of ended at the end of it because we're just a distance. Yeah. yeah. But I think we were that's planning a, that... to move over there. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to move over there and pack up my life. And then I met my forever love you know, a few weeks after getting back, or Tinder actually was talking to him while I was over in America. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you really like that to have time. your options open, don't you? I love yeah. it. You've got it cast worldwide, so you're communicating overseas when you're here, and when you're overseas, mm. you're fishing back yeah. in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've been together nine years now, wow. so, yeah. Congrats. I've still got him on my Facebook, yeah. so, you know. Well, you win because you literally flew from Brisbane to Hawaii for semen. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> good on you, Jasmine. The B105 Breakfast Show with Stav, Abby and Matt. Escape to a haven of peace and relaxation at Daydream Island Resort and Living Reef. Abby's Dream Long Lunch. International Women's Day is on the 8th of March. Oh, that's such a good card to play for this, isn't it? It's not a hey? card. It's the truth, Matthew. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to celebrate in a different way, you know, however we wanted to. So we thought, wouldn't it be nice if we do a long lunch on mm. Daydream Island, which is the most beautiful place. It really is. And you have to catch a plane to Hamilton Island and then you get a 30-minute ferry there. Yeah. Um, so if you want to come along to the long lunch, b105.com.au. How long does this lunch go for again? Uh, the It's a long one. Yeah. Two, yeah. two two days? Two, 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 two nights. Two, oh, so two nights, three, three days. days. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so fair enough. I mean, lunch doesn't even happen at night. No. No, it, it doesn't. Does. Well, it depends if you stop. So it's good just to not stop. Yeah. No, you're just going to eat the entire time. Yeah, no, we're, we're, there's a lot of different activities that we're going to be able to do. Well, so why, didn't you, why didn't you call this a bender? Yeah. Oh, it's not a bender. It's not a bender. Mm. That's not what we're doing. Because everyone needs something different. And that's what I always say. If you want to come along, we're going to do, uh, there's like meditation with the fish. How nice is that? Mm-hmm. If that's what you're into. Um, if you want to just stay for the long lunch. If you want to go for a swim, we're going to do kayaking. Mm-hmm. Well, you I might mean, not be doing any you're of You're going it. to the wit Sundays. Mm. You have to be able to enjoy it. Mm. Sure. Well, I'd hold your horses because you might not be doing any of it. Because as we work for a multi-million dollar corporation. Do we? 
a, oh, yeah, mil- a million, million dollar corporate, uh, corporation with some money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have to fill out things called risk assessments, uh, especially when we're taking listeners away because mm. if anything happens on said trip and you sound like you're going to be all loose cannons, something can. So we have to go through this checklist to make sure that everything is staying Respectable. Ash, our producer has to. You have to do risk assessments. Is it like, is it hypothetical scenarios or? Yes, you need to imagine any possible thing that could happen, mm-hmm. um, that could go wrong, and then have an answer as to how you would solve or fix that problem. Yes. And who do you give this to? HR. Uh, yeah, like the head of the um, the HR people. And as I was strolling past the uh, photocopier, I saw that the um, risk assessment for your long lunch bender. It's, was there. Can we not And do some of the things, you're right, Ash. It's it, International Women's Day, mm, okay? it, Yes, so we have to be Love aware. What? You're saying women can't go on benders? Sexist. Oh, he's got I know we there. can go on benders, but we don't call it that. We go, oh, my God, we shouldn't have went so hard. <laughs> well, uh, paragraph <laughs> B slash 8, where we have to uh, allow for all potential reputational risks, i.e. damage to reputation of brand, what? station, reputation. show, announcer, SCA or client. I've been trying to bring down the brand for years. You reckon this is how I'm going to do it? It might be, yes. How big is that? Subparagraph 11, will the activity potentially break any laws? We put maybe. (laughs) Can I just say, for the reputation one, (laughs) what are the scenarios they're saying that might ruin reputation? Yes, and I want to know what reputation do we have to ruin? Maybe we'll garner a reputation from this outing. New, I guess nudity might be an issue. Yeah. You think yeah. that would offend if we get nude and do a nudie run? This is a hypothetical. Don't get upset. So do I have a list of stuff that I'm not allowed to do as a result of this risk assessment? Or do you just do the risk assessment and we're allowed to do what we want? No, How no, does no. It work? Well, if you break the rules, there's consequences. But I'm mm. never... Okay. All right. Do you want to do a nudie run? Okay, I do, nudie? actually. Okay. Subsection C, paragraph 30. Where alcohol is supplied... Checks for appropriate RSA licensing for those serving alcohol. Processes in place to prevent serving alcohol to anyone under 18. We've got to watch out for that. Whether appropriate amount of food will be provided to offset the alcohol <laughs> and how to handle intoxicated uh, individuals. They've highlighted your name in that one. Uh, that is not We've, we've not drunk true. with Abs before. We know there'll definitely be food consumption. <laughs> yeah, I do like, I do like to eat. Got to cover all bike. bases. Yeah. Staff or listeners drowning, being injured in the water. Very high possibility. Hmm. In extreme circumstances, an ambulance can be called and guests can be airlifted to the closest hospital, which is Proserpine. What's our closest hospital? Proserpine Hospital. Good to know. Is there anything on there about unwanted pregnancies or anything like that? Because I know that all women are going. Is that what you think happens on a ladies' trip? But there will be other people on the island. Yes, it is. Uh, In the case of any uh, unexpected pregnancies, the baby will be uh, ownership (laughs) of the corporation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listeners staff drinking too much and or causing a public nuisance. The chance of that is very high, we've said. <laughs> what about like is it jellyfish? Like what are we doing? Like animals Ooh. attack? Or? Well, hang on, who get who gets this uh, short straw? Because it says here uh, in uh, subsection seven one, there will be at least two completely sober staff members at all times. <laughs> I think that should be Abby. Who said that? Um, that's the rules. That's the There's rules. only three of us going. Well, Ooh, that rules. makes uh, you and someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cu- Ash, come in here. Mm-hmm. You two should rock, paper, scissors right okay. now. Ooh. Is there anyone else coming? Who's going to be sober? I just think it would be rude if we didn't. All right, All right here we Ellie's go. Ellie's coming now. No best Who's coming? I no think best of three. Oh, cool. okay. Just no best three, just whoever goes. So whoever okay. wins this, whoever mm-hmm. loses this, the other one's got to be the sober okay, one. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, sorry. you sorry. tricking me. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> 
Okay. That's not, that wasn't it, although I did win. Let's go. One, two, three. Ah! Right. I won. You the won. trip's off. <laughs> oh, so two sober people at all times. That makes sense. That's generally what we do when we all go out. Well, see, be careful what you say because this hasn't gone through yet. It hasn't got approved. Nope. We're going on the long lunch well, regardless. That's, I was going to say, that's not good because we are about to give away a spot. Yes, next. let's do it. Stand by. Approved. The, first, the, first. <laughs> the B105 <laughs> Breakfast Show with Stav, Abby and Matt. I don't like to upset people. Mm. I don't. Like, I feel like, oh gosh, it would stay with me if I've hurt anyone, if I don't want to offend anyone. Mm. But it feels like it's so hard to <laughs> not to do that these days. That's offensive. <laughs> it is offensive. No, I'm serious. Like, I even find it hard now to laugh at comedians. And there's something going around of going, wait a minute, should we really be offended by comedians? Because they are not the people we should be. We should be concerned about world leaders who are attacking other people. Like, mm. they're the people that we should be, like, offended by. But I do, I feel... Let's it... be offended by war, not by stage shows. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Deep. They're like, Thanks, man. they're not the ones <laughs> that are really causing so much grief. Mm. But it's hard to, I found laugh now because I'm like, oh. Oh, I'm allowed to? Oh, my God. Mm. That's awful. So now I just don't laugh. And my friend sent me a video yesterday and I was like, oh, I don't even know her. Oh. And I was like, I did not laugh at it because I was like, no, I can't. That's just rude. Mm. That's really offensive. And I was like, oh, but. Should I be offended? I don't know. Mm. And this comes about because there was a guy that was on Saturday Night Live and he had previously got fired from the show. Right. And he was doing stand-up and she's over in the States. So she was watching it. It's Shane Gillis, who you've seen online before. Yeah, he pops up a, a fair bit. Yeah, and he was doing it. And I, they've, they've taken down some of the videos because it offended people so much. And she sent it to me and she was like, oh, my favourite part is when he's talking about people with Down syndrome. Mm. And Straight I was... Away, you're like... Ooh. I was like, what? Mm. How dare you? Yeah. You know, and she sent it to me, and this is a little bit of him doing stand-up. Do I have to say if you're easily offended? <laughs> That's everybody. Trigger warning. <laughs> Trigger warning. I don't know. This is, this uh, so is this was, this was actually broadcast on TV. It was on, on TV. She's live. watching it live. She sent me the video, and she goes, oh, you've got to watch this. It's so politically incorrect, but my favourite part is when he's talking about the people with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. I do have family members with Down syndrome. <laughs> it almost got me up. I dodged it, but it nicked me. It nicked me. It's funny when you bring up Down syndrome, you can always tell who's never been around it in their lives. Like if I tell people, if I'm like, yeah, I have family members with Down syndrome, people that have never been around it are always like, oh. Like Down syndrome is the f***ing end of the world. Oh. They're doing better than everybody I know. They're the only dudes I know having a good time pretty consistently. And I was like, why is she so, like, you can't laugh at that. But then she, and I was like, of course. And she said that the reason I love it so much is because her brother has Down syndrome. Mm. And that's something that she has experience with. Mm -hmm. She has lived with. And for her to go, I find that funny and my family find that funny, then Mm. why can I be offended on behalf of her when she's not? Yeah. Mm. Well, it's like uh, Ricky Gervais says it too. He does a joke about trans people and then he says, like, like he gets a few oohs. Yeah. He goes, what you're doing there is saying that no trans person has has a sense of humour. Has a sense of humour, yeah. Yeah. Uh, My rule of thumb with it always was, if you wouldn't do the joke with that person in the room, never do the joke. Okay. You know, if yeah. you don't think they're going to like, if it's, you know, derogatory to them. But most of them, I, I did jokes about disabled people. And if disabled people were in the crowd, they normally loved it. Yeah. Do you know? I guess it's just always that fear, isn't it? Where one person's going to be offended. And now I'm the person that's jumping on board of that going, oh, wait a minute. I'm not going to laugh in case anyone else is offended. Mm. And then that would be rude to me. Like, f- mm. 
rude of me. I mean, it is a difficult time to be a comedian, no word of a lie. Mm. And I, I, I think Is that back, why you stopped doing it, in no, all honesty? No, I stopped doing it just because the scheduling works. And so. that you have to generally stay awake later than 8pm. Later, no, well, if, if me and Kat did it, we'd both be out, like, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every week. So yeah, Rory's just, old enough going, please, Dad, please, do it. Please <laughs> hit the stage again, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but if you did, if you took my routine from, say, 2014 and played it, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. You know? Not can the, we, can we get it? I've just seen you pick it up. But I've watched, and you, you watch a lot of videos yep. on there, and I guess I go to the comments, and some of them are like, wait a minute, this is my community, and I find it funny. Don't mm. get offended on my behalf. But yeah. of course, there's going to be one person that does have that condition and does find it offensive, you know? I think what is interesting is um, speech is so policed now, right? All mm. type of speech. Um, you can't stop people thinking and feeling the way that they feel. All that's kind of happening now is you're having ingenuine conversation mm. because people aren't actually saying what they're thinking. People mm. will, rather than be honest about what their opinions are, they'll just give the opinion they think everyone wants to hear. Mm. It, that also happens so, on... Um... But I feel like I'm doing that if I was ever going to go to a comedian. Do you know? Like I would, I, That would be me because I wouldn't be laughing. I'd be looking around to see... But, but is we, that we, not we... the issue there in 100%. the fact of no one is... All conversations, no one's genuinely... Mm saying anything. So if someone says something, right, and it may appear offensive or someone, just say someone has a sibling who has Down syndrome, yeah. they go, I find that offensive. Mm. There's no way to go, oh, I, I, w- w- why is that? Yeah. Or what is your what is it doing it? I have a friend who doesn't find that. Yeah. Th- there's no... But then I was saying, like, what right do I have to decide if that's offensive if my friend has lived it and mm-hmm. still lives <clears> it and... Well, you have no right. I don't. Really. That's what I'm saying. You know, I don't have a right to get offended on her behalf if she yeah. doesn't, but then I'm like, but there might be one person that is. There, is. there is another comedian who does a very good line about it where he's like, um, okay, you're offended. Mm. That's what happened. Mm. Move on. What, what, what does it mean? You, you can be offended and the world doesn't stop. You just, okay, you're Correct. offended. Cool. I'm yeah. going to keep on talking. Because you are also allowed to be offended yeah. and people are also allowed to not be offended. I mean, we went and saw Jimmy Carr. He's got to be the most offensive comedian getting around. And he was fantastic. Yeah, it was packed, wasn't it? Yeah. I was offended. And that that was the shock. (laughs) (laughs) The B105 Breakfast Show with Stav, Abby and Matt. We met a couple of weeks ago, the most beautiful six-year-old girl. I I just, everyone goes, what is she like? And I'm like, Lillian has just got so much sass. And I love Mm. it because I think she's been in an adult's world since she's had a... uh, a heart condition since she was born. So mm. for her, the hospitals, I guess, uh, what she's used to. For everyone looking at you, just go, oh, my God, how would you ever be able to get through that? But mm. we had so many people message to us saying, hey, have you heard about Lillian? Because she's six years old. She's a huge man of pink. Mm. She would love to have tickets. And we could actually give her tickets for her and her family to go along, which was so cute. Um but yeah, a little bit of an update because I know a lot of people are asking about it. Yeah, well, she actually got to meet Pink. So Pink yeah. heard about the tickets. We'd only organised tickets. Pink heard this and then got in contact with us and said, can you bring her backstage? Mm. Uh, here is the moment just after little Lillian uh, got to meet Pink. I see Pink. You saw Pink? I saw Pink. Where did you go? I saw Pink. <laughs> when they say it was the first one that Pink had done in a long time since she's had yeah. kids because yeah. she finds it so so tough, which mm-hmm. is understandable. And yeah. the only meet and greet she's done in the country. She hasn't yeah. done any with anybody else. Wow. Yeah, it was so beautiful. And speaking to Ange, um, her mum, 
Uh, they had moved forward because after that weekend she'd been back in hospital and they'd moved forward her Make-A-Wish, which was to go to Australia Zoo. Zoo. And they're supposed to be going there this morning. So she just got out of hospital and Ange was like, I just, I had so much to do, I guess, in preparation to be able to go up there for three nights because she wanted to see the animals. So mm. I spoke to her on the phone. She's like, I'm going to go and see the animals. Um, but unfortunately, she's back in hospital at the moment with a respiratory virus. So we just want to give an update because I know a lot of people are asking about it, but you can follow on her Facebook as well mm-hmm. because Ange is not on there, but their friend Nick is giving updates. She's popular. Man, mm. she's pumping on that Facebook page. Yeah. 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 I think she's just, I think so many people have just fell in love with her. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to do when you meet her. She's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. She's just got that really, I, I don't know, just her smile and you go, oh gosh, <laughs> that just lights up uh, the world. But we're just hoping that she can um, get out of hospital soon so that she can go to Australia Zoo and check uh, out all the animals there. The B105 Breakfast Show with Stav, Abby and Matt. I know you've gone through this, Maddie. But it is a little bit new for me. And I had a few too many drinks last night. Drink responsibly. Don't be like me. Mm. I just haven't been drinking for a while. And I was like, Sunday night, that's not responsible. That's not normally what I do. But it is the night you feel like it the most, isn't it? Mm. Well, no, it's because it was the only night that I could. Because on Friday night, I'm at Kids Sports till 8.30. And this is what's new about Saturday is because the eldest boys were going to the school musical. Like it was their school and the girls' school combined. What what musical were they doing? uh, Legally Blonde, which I realised they didn't know about. They thought that was the original. Well, yeah. Yeah. They're they're like, what is it about? I'm like, well, it's it. I don't know. And then I was like, just tell me if it's got a real dog in it. But the thing is, I have to pick them up. Mm. And I was like, so if I do drop off and all the other mums, because it was my idea to send them because I thought it would be cultural for them. So I was like, well, that was my idea. And since I got the tickets and stuff, then I would pick all the boys up and take them. And then I was like, and I can drop them home because everyone had different parties and Mm -hmm. they had friends over and stuff. Yeah, they had lives. That's right. That's what I forget. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. So I went out for dinner with a group of my friends and they were all drinking and then I was like, oh, I could drop you guys all home. Mm. So I dropped the ladies home from dinner and then I was like... You're going to get invited to a whole lot more things if you're going to be that person. (laughs) I know. I was like, who who am I? And then I went home because I was like, I've got time in between. Yeah. And it was 9.30. Scott's asleep on the couch because he played his first game of football. So he's asleep on the couch. I was like, oh... And then I was like, I'm going to sit down. And you know what I had to do? I had to set my alarm. Because I was like, what happens if I fall asleep now and I've got to go and pick them up at 10 o'clock? Yeah. What, is, what do these parents do when their kids have a job? And you, this is all the thing you have to think about because you want them to be out into the world and mm. you're like, yes, cool, get a job. Mm. But if they're stacking shelves or like my niece is working at an ice cream shop that shuts at midnight, yeah. Yeah. they need to stay awake to go and pick her up. Because she's not old enough to drive. Yeah, teaching your kid responsibility is very inconvenient. Isn't it? Very inconvenient. Because when you've got to take them to sport, because I, you know me, I'm like, you've got to do sport. Mm. It's yeah. good for social. It's good for fitness. Mm. And some of the games are so late. Yeah. Matthew. Yes. Matthew. Yes. Do you remember, Stuart? I think it was Friday, and we were saying how... We like to eat dinner at a responsible time of 5.30. That's right. And also, yes. like, you know, concerts starting at 9.30. Give Ridiculous. us shivers. And this one over here. Yeah. So do you sound like old men? I still, just so you know, I still met my friends out for dinner at 7 p.m. Ridiculous. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> and it was lovely. Mm. It was more the fact that I have to be the responsible one course, now. Where yeah. on the, normally I'd be like, yeah, cool, let's all catch an Uber home. But now I have to... 
See, it's, you are the it's Uber. frowned upon. Yeah, yeah, it's frowned upon to like do the rounds in an Uber. <laughs> the, um, and expensive. The work one is the hardest one because when Ethan was working at a fish and chip yeah. shop, right, he would do they do the clothes. They got to clean, and there'd be a time they would finish. So mm. you would turn up at the finish time, yeah, and he'd be like, pop. He'd see me pull up, and yeah. Stroll out. We're not finished yet. Yeah. Can you wait a half an hour? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dave. We got real busy. And right. you're like, I'm it's like, 11 p.m., bruh. Mate, <laughs> hustle this stuff up. I was, I'll come I in. was I'll like, help. I was Did like you the come manager. And help? I yeah. was over there. I'm like, listen, boys. Listen, you you should be done by hey, now. You've got time to lean. You've got time, time to, to clean. clean. Let's get this That's done. That's right. Yeah. Clean as you go. You don't leave all the mess till the end. Yeah, but now I've just realised how many parents are like, oh, I can't yeah. really do much. 11 p.m. I've got to go and pick up. Yeah. The only time it's, it w- sort of will get better for you is Finney will get his license first. Yes, and I'm really so, going to be onto that. Yeah. That's something I'm really going to push. And, you know, I was always like, there is no way mm. that I would ever pay for a car or help them out with a car. Like, they need to earn their money. And now I realise why a lot of parents get their eldest mm. and goes, you know what? Take it. Take my car. The B105 Breakfast Show with Stav, Abby and Matt. I know we're all very excited here for uh, the Olympic Games in, what is it, 2055 million. It's a long ways away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Don't we- work out how old you're going to be if you really scared. Oh, I'll be it. dead. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> if all goes according to plan. Uh, um, but in Scotland... I don't know why my Facebook feed is now getting filled with Scottish stuff. Uh, I'm Scottish too. I know. Well, you'll enjoy this. <laughs> Actually, I will quiz you because okay. you are Scottish. It's in my about blood. But how much you been. know about this? Because in about a month's time, uh, the um, the games will be on, and I don't know how much you guys are aware of. Is that in Paris? Is that the, the one? In Paris? No, 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 no. That no, one's no, happening no, this no, year, no, but no, he's referring no. to them as some Scottish games. What is it? The Highland Games. Highland. Games. The Highland Games. You're not okay. allowed to mock anymore because this is. I'm your am. Culture. That's exactly what I am allowed to do now, aren't I? I'm allowed to mock. <laughs> oh, Scottish, because I've got 40% in me. <laughs> Once you've had a bit in you, you can ah, do whatever you want. You should see my DNA yeah. from my Ancestry.com. It seems I'm allowed to cover a lot of ground. Tell you what, if you were that Convenient. Scottish, you wouldn't be hung over today, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah. Even 1% Swedish. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine you're if a you, sweetie. If you went to Ancestry.com and you were like, hey, I reckon this group of people's probably going to come after me. Can you just doctor something <laughs> up? Mm. It's legit. <laughs> or you just, uh, you just get it done tube. so you can do the jokes about it. I'm yeah. 2%. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah the, uh, the Highland Games. Now, uh, I don't know how much you guys are aware of what the Highland Games are. Uh, all over it. Are you? Is that one consistent? where one of them is they throw a log? Well, uh, it's called a caber. Ah, see? It's called the caber toss. Yes, Have you seen the caber toss? Famous one. They and, wear a skirt. Oh. <laughs> I'm allowed to. I'm Scottish. I'll give you a Glasgow kiss if you want. <laughs> That's a punch, by the way. That's a headbutt, by oh, the way. Oh, a headbutt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And you're cruising for one, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> you wear a kilt and you get the big log and you like hold it. Looks it. like a telegraph pole. No and word then, of a lie. Yeah, yeah, and then they like throw it. Mm. Whoever can. I'm so glad I'm not Scottish. Can, whoever can what? Toss it the furthest. Nope. Throw it the furthest. Nope. I don't know. Throw what? the highest? Yeah. Highest. Whoever can flip it the straightest. Ah, uh, I did actually go to the tuna tossing. That is, that is, that has got nothing to do with what we're talking about. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> but in South Australia, they do a tuna toss, uh-huh. and I have to see if they can. Have you seen that? Hilarious. No. The fish markets when they catch it. It's in Port Lincoln. Oh, I've and been my uh, school teacher mm. got the furthest, so we used to call him Mister Tosser. Hilarious Brilliant. for so many years. 
Um, okay. the, the caper toss is probably the most famous one, but there's a whole heap of games that they play. Okay. There's, there's also the sheaf toss. I think this shows how poor the country is because we pretty much just looked around and gone, oh, telegraph poles, we'll throw them. Uh, the sheaf toss consists of a uh, burlap sack. What's a burlap sack? Uh, like um, Hessian. Oh, yeah, 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 sack race. Hessian, no. <laughs> no, but they're the ones you use in the sack race. Yes, yes. But they, these ones are filled with uh, hay, and then you get a pitchfork, and you have to throw it over like a, um, like a pole vault uh, thing, and you throw it up. Mm. So is it just in Scotland or is the it Highland like, games, yeah. yeah, like yeah. just enough other countries yeah. come to compete? No, 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 it's just us. Then we have the imaginatively titled weight over the bar game where there is a bar and you throw a weight over it. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they haven't brought it here. <laughs> the big one is, uh, and I think we may have invented it, the tug of war. They love a tug of war. Oh. Uh, everyone gets involved in that. Did you just that. say Scotland invented it? I think they did. Wouldn't mm. you? They didn't? I don't, I don't know. It just well, seems you like, should know. It seems like a lot of people have played that around the world, mm. but it came from Scotland. Yeah, yep. And yep. then you get to the, the famous one, the best one, the haggis hurling, where we've all looked around and gone, we don't have any balls, we don't have any sporting equipment, I'm not going to eat this piece of filth, let's chuck it. <laughs> Does it explode? Uh, no, they, uh, they're pretty hefty, uh, okay. and it, but there is a, if the haggis splits, if it yeah. does explode, the thrower is disqualified. So you oh, need to right. treat the haggis gently while still trying to throw it as far as you can. It's a time. It's a great time. They, Everyone has a ball. Is there like actual professional athletes who do it? Like is anyone, you know, people turn up and they're sponsored by Adidas or Nike or something, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and they're... <laughs> Yeah, are you professional haggis? Is a sarder involved? Do they have to do drug tests? (laughs) Yes, they do. And if they find out you're sober, you're not allowed to play. (laughs) The B105 Breakfast Show with Stav, Abby and Matt. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, the 27th of February. Uh, Here are three answers to win 10 grand live at 8 o'clock. Your letter is I for Indiana. And some of your answers are Intelligent, India and Iron Man. Right, oh, see you tomorrow. Bye. Stab, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show.